everybody, and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris, I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined, in Japan, by my best friend, Emma! Go best friend, go best friend, go! Go best friend, go best friend, go! Oh my gosh, I truly almost forgot how to, like, introduce the podcast. It's <laughs> out of, I am out of practice. It was, I was struggling to find them words, but it's okay! <laughs> What's our name again? <laughs> <laughs> what the trio? <laughs> It'd be like that. Oh my gosh. Well, now we're back. We're back. We're back. And today will be a uh, more off the cuff, less edited episode again, continuing with our new sub series episode type. I don't know what you want to call it, but we live in our best lives out here doing what we got to do to make it work. So before we get started with our episode, you know, we got to have our tea check in. So Emma, did you bring a tea today? I did. I'm so proud of myself. So, fun fact, if you didn't already know this, but Japan is, like, known for its vending machines. They literally have them on every corner. Like, outside of my apartment, I have two different, no, three different vending machines. Uh, And so, when I thought we were going to be recording, I was like, you know what, let me just run down there because I also hurt my foot. So, I was like, let me go just to the vending machine instead of going all the way to Family Mart. But, I found a tea, and it was made by this company called TT. Tea's tea, I'm sorry. Tea's tea. And it said tea on it, so I was hoping it was tea. I translated it. It says orange tea. So I'm drinking some iced orange tea right now, and it's pretty delightful. What are you drinking today, Chris? Hmm. Isn't Japan also just known for their hot teas? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's real interesting that you ain't never got no teas, but you in Japan. But You know, I don't <laughs> have a kettle. Like, I just barely got myself a pan, so. Woohoo! One pan. Just one pan. For just one. one pan. Just one. She's our one pan friend right now. Yep, one pound, me. one pan, one happy family. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, no. So today I'm drinking Mustang green tea by Tea Leaf. And um, I'm the description uh, kind of oversells it. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, it's described as a flavorful pearl green grown organically in Nepal at high altitudes with a bunch of other stuff. Wow. What does it taste like? Green tea. Ah, uh, does it taste and like Matsumoto Yama? <laughs> Yamamoto I, Yama? <laughs> it doesn't. It just tastes like green tea. Maybe a little roasty, but not, I don't know, for artisanal Green tea grown in Nepal organically at high altitudes and rich soil and mountain air. I was expecting to be transported to a different place. And I just, at this point, might as well just open a packet of H-E-B green tea. Oh, he said. I'm just saying. That, that makes me question, though, that if you were to go to Nepal and have this like high altitude tea, would it? Would you be unimpressed? <laughs> Could you imagine? Or maybe it's the packaging. I don't know. We're not in Nepal. <laughs> Who, who knows maybe what happened? It got, maybe got when it got transported. You know, I lost a little bit of flavor. That's what we're thinking. I don't know, but in any then case, it'd be like that. So today on our episode, our focus is going to be on spooky season. The spooky season. Woo! So it's really. I think it is spooky season, first of all, but yeah. this is like the, that first kind of holiday in the, the mad dash mm-hmm. to get to like Easter. <laughs> I truly feel like it's really yeah. just 
You're just going nonstop holidays from now until Easter. Yeah, I think Halloween really does kick it off because it's like October and then it just like November, December, you know, and then January. It kind of slows down in February. And then for no, the- you have Valentine's Day. What is wrong oh, with you? That's true. And then I think it's hard too because like my <laughs> anniversary is around this time, Christmas is around this time, Isaac's birthday is around this time. So it's like <laughs> all the things pop up. Basically, There's a lot I going have on. No money by this time of the year. <laughs> when I tell you from Halloween up until Easter, it's a struggle. Talking about, ooh, I'm saving up for summer. No, I'm not. I'm saving up to get everyone their presents. Yeah. And then, well, and then mm. Chris's birthday is also in November as well, too. So it's like right after Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we have that coming up. So Chris, is, it's honestly like when I think about it, it's Chris season, starts it off, and then my birthday ends it. <laughs> Truly. It's like literally just like Halloween, my birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New, New Year's. Years. What's that other one? Valentine's Day, spring break, Easter. Yeah. Just, exactly. you're just going. It's fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, summer body time. But I'm fat because I was eating candy <laughs> from October <laughs> to February. Non-stop. So rude. So rude. I hate it. Non-stop. But speaking of the entry into spooky season, Halloween, do you, first and foremost, do you even celebrate Halloween? Like, is this, I know Halloween's kind of one of those ones where people are very quick to be like, oh no, I don't actually celebrate Halloween. I don't start my holiday season until Thanksgiving. Wow. I don't need those people in my life. Just kidding. No, I, you know, growing up, we definitely did. We like went all out. Like my mom would decorate the whole house. Like we had the lights, we had the jack-o'-lanterns, we had all the things. And then as I started to get older, like college was like, this is like the most poppin' time in college. Cause it's also like the kickoff to like party season, right? Like theme parties, costume parties. So like, and then when I moved to Texas, cause we don't have any little kids in our house too. So it's not as fun, but like my mom used to make our costumes. Like she was that mom that would like, whatever we wanted to be, that's what she would make. Um, and she like made like high quality costumes too. So yeah. So I haven't recently been celebrating, but now being in Japan, Halloween is like a really big deal, I guess. Like the decorations are going up mid September and everyone's like, it's almost Halloween. And I was like, wait, y'all are like, into it like us like yeah no they they're into it so it it kind of like is like i don't know lighting a fire in me that i'm like oh yeah we about to get in there like it's a it's about to go down how do you do you normally because i guess we you and i have never really celebrated halloween together because again like as an adult it's not as fun without children yeah it's uh, it's a lot i don't know um i'm also so y'all celebrate halloween even like as a mormon household yeah so i mean there are like because I do know that there's, you know, people of the Christian belief who don't celebrate Halloween because it's a, you know, pagan, heathen holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like, yeah, I mean, Mormons love making their own stuff, you know? So like we were, this was very much niche for us. <laughs> <laughs> Real crafty. <laughs> but yeah, we would have like Halloween parties, like with all of our Mormon friends. So yeah, I didn't realize that that wasn't a thing until like I later went to like a Baptist school and they didn't call it. I feel like they didn't call it Halloween. They called it something else. But yeah. All Hallows Eve? Possibly. It's yeah. the only other one that I know of. Right. So yeah. So yes, as Mormons, we did do it. Was that the Mormon way to do it? I don't know. I can't tell you if we were model Mormons or not. <laughs> we'll never know. I don't we'll know. know. I can't confirm. Shoot. <laughs> but did <laughs> you guys celebrate? No um, I think growing up, we were more often the hander outers of the candy. Mm. And 
I don't know. I feel like it was because costumes were never in the budget, but yeah, I think that was part of it. Kids, mm-hmm. Three kids to clothe who were like within very similar age mm-hmm. groups of each other. So mm-hmm. those Halloween costumes add up, man. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I think also my mom was really skeptical of Halloween candy because I feel like I would, I don't know what it was like in Hawaii or in California, but I feel like there was definitely a time in the early 2000s where everyone was like, people are putting the drugs and the razor blades in your candy so you Not can't just drugs. eat it. <laughs> They're putting the drugs in the candy. And so I know my mom, I think was more adamant about she would just rather buy us the safe uh, candy than yeah. you know kind of risk it for the biscuit out there trick-or-treating for it yeah but like as a kid you don't know you're just like it's fine we'll be okay like mm-hmm. it's candy i want to go out and dress up in a costume so i don't i think all in all i've been trick-or-treating maybe once or twice ever what mm-hmm. that is Wild. No, but that makes sense though. Yeah, I do recall that like scare in like people were injecting things in the candies and blah 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 blah. But like we used to go trick or treating every single year, and it was in Hawaii because we had my sister and I were like kind of on the younger end of our cousins. So mm. like I was maybe you know five or six, and my cousins were like in high school, like high school juniors and seniors. And so I think part of it was it was their time to be able to go out with us and so they could get the candy so they would take us so we would drive like an hour to go to my aunt's house on the north shore and all of our older cousins would take us but also it was like it was so fun because our cousins since they were a lot older they knew how strict my dad was and my dad was the type that we could literally pick three candies and then we had to give the rest away so like we would go trick-or-treating and like as we were going like my cousins would be like okay like you know the deal so they would let us eat as much candy as we wanted on our way back so by the time we got back my dad was like take three candies we were so candied out we were like okay yeah like i'm over this you know and so it was like one of those things where it was just really fun and it was a really nice tradition because like our cousins would take us like my cousins were like so large in comparison to me so you know they would like put me on their shoulders and we'd go around and trick-or-treat and stuff like that but then once they like grew up and like went to college and left on their mission and all this stuff you know then it started to kind of like die down and so then we started going with our friends but still the same thing like my dad would only let ever let us take home three candies and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not telling y'all that these were like big candies. Like these were like the Halloween size candies. So we got to take home three of them because also my dad is like a huge proponent for dental health. <laughs> so he was always like, y'all can only have three pieces of candy. Little did he know we were eating candy the entire night. So it was fine. <laughs> Which is also just really funny because it's not like you were always eating that much candy. Yeah. It was just a, it's, it's a little season. I don't know. I don't it's have kids. It's one night. It's one night. You know, at most one week of like leftover candy. Exactly. But I don't know. I ain't got kids. Maybe cavities happen in a week. I don't know <laughs> the science behind cavities. Mouths freak me out anyway. But yeah, and then it's like one of those things too where like you have all this candy. And I remember one of our friends, one of my friend's moms, uh, she was a teacher. So she would like, they would go trick or treating just so that the mom would have candy to give the kids. For mm-hmm. students afterward, you know? So it's like one of those things too. I'm out here. I am that kid. I am that teacher who goes out after Halloween to go get the 50% off candy. And it's still I, Halloween. I love it. It's so affordable. Like Target has it, CVS, Walgreens. Walmart. You just hit up that. 
you hit that 50% off and then you got treats for at least a month. It'll take you to at least Christmas with your kids. You know, at least. And then when Christmas goes around, then you just keep doing it. So are my candies Mm -hmm. off season? Yes. Yes, they are. (laughs) But are they candies? Yes. Do the kids still eat it? Yes, they do. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm still sitting there eating it as I'm like passing it out. I'm just like, yes, I will have this Kit Kat from October. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Not not mad about it. What is your favorite? All. What is your favorite like Halloween candy or like candy in general, I guess? If it comes out during Halloween, even better. I don't. I know I don't like candy corn. I dislike Blech. it less now than when I was little. But it's still not something that I'm actively like, let me buy some candy corn. I just, and that's not it. Um, I know sometimes they come up with like the Halloween peeps. Not about that life. I don't like peeps during any season. Yeah, even during Easter. Even during Mm-mm. the Christ season, they're not good. I don't like the peeps. I think, honestly, I just like how small and fun size the candy is during Halloween. Because you can, I feel like you can just get to the itty bitty little tiny pieces so that I don't feel as bad when I'm eating 50 little itty bitty tiny pieces. <laughs> When I could have just had one bar and it probably would have been nope. actually less. I'm like, no, I just had 50 little pieces. It's fine. <laughs> so I just like how small it comes in. I don't really have like a favorite. I don't really, I don't like hard candies overall. Mm-hmm. So it's really just like the little itty bitty little chocolates. Yeah, that's true. It's so funny because like, no, but you have to think about it, right? It took energy to open up the package. So you're burning some calories before you eat it. You know, that's how I justify mm-hmm. it. And it's just a little itty bitty little tiny one. Yeah, I hate candy corn, though. If Like, I don't know anyone who, like, personally loves candy corn, but that is no. That's a no for me, dog. That is disgusting. And if you do, if you're listening to the, the podcast right now and you do like candy corn, don't, don't at me because I don't even want to know. We don't even keep that to yourself. It's a secret. We don't have to tell anybody. <laughs> you just keep that sitting. <laughs> my favorite candy is the, yeah, I also like the mini candies, but my favorite mini candy is the cookies and cream from Hershey. Mm. Oh, it hit every time, man. It does not miss. Does not miss. So if anyone would like to send me some Hershey's cookies and cream to Japan because they don't make that here, please send it to me. But don't they have all the Kit Kats in Japan? Kit Kat's like a big Japan thing. All the Kit Kats, yeah. So then October break Mm -hmm. is coming up. And so Mm -hmm. my friend and I are about to go to the Kit Kat, like... Kit Kattery? Is that what it's called? I don't know. The I don't know, but it's like a big thing. Yeah, like it's you can like make your own Kit Kat. So we're about to do that during October break. I will post pictures on the podcast when we do it. <laughs> that sounds so exciting. I remember. I don't know why. There are just a lot of flavors available in yeah. Japan of Kit Kat specifically that you cannot you get like anywhere else. I do enjoy Kit Kats. Oh. They're a little crispy. They got a little chocolate to them. Mm-hmm. The white chocolate ones are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that's about as adventurous as I get with Kit Kats, actually. Yeah, they're like, and they even, like, Kit Kats are such a big thing. They even make um, sake, which is the rice wine. Like, they make Kit Kat sake. I haven't tried it because uh, Kit Kat's not my favorite chocolate. Like, I'll eat it to just say, like, oh, I tried it. But they make, like, matcha flavor. And then they're also seasonal. So yesterday, one of my kids gave me a apple, it was like an apple cinnamon cider Kit Kat. And, and I was like, oh, okay, thanks. It was really good. It was a white chocolate one. But I was hmm. like, I was like, oh, I haven't seen this before. And they're like, yeah, it's a fall season. And I was like, oh my gosh, even your, even the seasons have different Kit Kats. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Interesting. That's yeah. real. They do it up in there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Do you have favorite Halloween memories? Um... Like a sp- and I know you said like the general like we as a family and cousins would go and do these things, yeah. but is there like one or two Halloweens where you're like, ooh, 
But on one, this Halloween, this was the one. I mm-hmm. think I have one from childhood, and I have one from adulthood. So when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, there was one year that I dressed up as Mulan because, as all good Asian girls did, and I'm just kidding, not good Asian girls, just like all of us who were Asian finally had a princess. So I dressed up as Mulan, and I remember my cousins were helping me to get ready, and this was the first time I had ever seen anyone flatten hair with an iron. Not a flat iron, a literal iron. They f- like, their hair hair, not a wig? Their hair their hair oh my god I had cousins you know this is this just tells you like early 90s i had cut late 90s i had cousins who were like getting ready to go out with us and they were like laying on the bed with the iron ironing their hair i mean it came out very flat they all have very like type probably like 3b 3c hair like very very kinky curly hair and they were out here with the iron. I just remember that. But that's not the part I remember. <laughs> I mean, I, I distinctly remember that. But I remember that they put lipstick on me. And as soon as they put the lipstick on me, I went outside and my dad was like, take that off. <laughs> <laughs> so they got in trouble for doing that. And then they also came out with their flat iron hair. <laughs> Truly ironed. Ironed hair. Like it was just, just ironed hair. It was just a mess. It was all a mess. They got in trouble for putting the makeup on me. It was a whole mess. So that's just like really memorable to me. Then, you know, we had a good time. And then I do. And then my favorite like adulthood memory was that there was one year where uh, I think it was it was probably my sophomore year. Yeah. So I so myself and my friend, I wanted to do like a couple's costume with her. And I was like, I was like, we could be Ellen and Portia. And she was this was before they were canceled. Now, everyone. And so she was like, no, we are not doing that. Anyway, we ended up doing a whole different costume, had a really good night. I just remember getting really super drunk, um, as one does on Halloween in college. And then I think that might have been the time that I called my mom the next day. And I was like, I'm so <laughs> hungover. Please come take care of me. So my mom drove all, my mom drove an hour to come see me, take me out for pho, buy me groceries and send me on my way. And I remember texting my sister and I was like, Oh my God, mom had to take me out. I was so hungover. Da 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 da. And my sister was like, you, she's like, if I ever did that, all I would get is a lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't getting no groceries. You got groceries. Wasn't getting no dinner. Wasn't getting nothing. Just yelled at. (laughs) So. Oh my gosh. Wow. Out here wilding. What is your favorite Halloween memory? I can't say that I, again, I didn't really do, go out and do much of the stuff when I was Mm -hmm. little. Um, So I guess the big memories that I have Mm -hmm. are from... I think there were two Halloweens in college. Like, they were consecutive years, and they were memorable for different reasons. Oh, no. So, like, the first year, I went to a party, and it was a really fun party. Uh So, like, just seeing people and being around people, which, again, is not usually, like, my thing at all. And so, I just enjoyed it. And the second one was really fun because... I went with a group of friends, and we, like, Mean Girls costumed it. So, I just enjoyed how much effort we put into our costumes that year. And then I, I think we had to go, I don't know, the parties that we tried to go to weren't all that great, if I remember correctly. And so I think we ended up being like really chill or we ended up going to a bunch of different places. I don't know. But those are the two that stand out. I think it rained one up? year. I just up both of those times. And then I think because Texas Halloweens are really hard 
to plan a costume for. Yes. Because weather. <laughs> it's yeah, I've had very frigid Halloweens, but then I've also had really hot Halloweens. Uh-huh. And I'm not talking like, oh, it was like 80s. No, it was still 90s type Halloweens. Oh, so gosh. I think both of those years I got it backwards. So I wore <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I wore a cold costume on a hot uh, a hot Halloween and then I wore a hot costume on a cold Halloween and I was just like, "Well, we just going to have to figure this out and make it work." <laughs> so oh It was wild. We tried. Overall though, I still enjoy like you just you're just dressing up and it was fun and it was wild. I just that's Halloween. I like it though. Times were had. Good times were had. Mm-hmm. Our final final little question, though. Do you have a favorite spooky season movie? Oh, yeah. And I did ask this on our on our page too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh, spooky season movie. Oh, yes, the Halloween towns. Those are like I love those movies, like solid Halloween movies. Um, they're on Disney Plus now, I think. But yeah, Halloween Town one and two. Amazing Halloween, whichever Halloween town that they changed Marnie, she deserved better. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I refuse to watch. I'm sure that whoever it was did a great job. I did watch it once and I was like, where the heck is Marnie? Because that's not her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What about you? What's your favorite spooky season movie? I think it's Hocus Pocus. (sighs) Good one. It still scares Mm -hmm. me. It's one of those movies that scare me. Hmm. Yeah. Notice how neither of us said horror movies that's just not <laughs> it's not our genre if that's what y'all thought we were gonna say uh-uh, i haven't seen any scary halloween movie ever so yeah it's hocus pocus like that's like, about as scary as it's gonna get like, hocus pocus is as spooky as i get like that mm-hmm. is <laughs> things i am not about to do watch a movie where i have to like be scared to open the door yeah no uh-uh not, not about it. that life not so no it. i don't know maybe this year i don't know what you're Halloween plans are. I don't know what they do in Japan, but maybe we'll have like a somehow with a 14 hour time difference, we'll figure out like a Halloween movie watch party of some sort. That'd be so fun. With all the Kit Kats and candy corns one could eat. Not the candy corn. (laughs) Just one candy corn. Just Just one. one. Just one. Oh my gosh. Well, Emma, it's that time for our rapid fire question. Do you have your question ready? I do. My question is, what is the last book that you read? Oh, I just finished it too. What was it? Unmemorable, oh, no. <laughs> no, I did enjoy it. I just can't remember. I've gotten better at reading more often. And so sometimes I just forget what I've read. Oh, maybe it was. Oh, I think it was China Rich Girlfriend. Uh, the second is that the second or third one? That's the second one. I still don't have the third one, but I think that was the most recent, recent one that I finished. Yeah. So China Rich Girlfriend is by the same writer as Crazy Rich Asians. It's the second one in the series. So Chris just finished that. I just finished two books, actually, and they were like within days of each other. I had been forcing myself to read Felix Ever After, and once I got through it, it was such a good read. Um, so Felix Ever After by Case and Calendar was a really great book. And then the second book that I finished was Crying in King in H Mart, not King Mart. Crying in H Mart. And that was by Michelle Zahner is the last name. So yeah, really solid books. What's your question today? I have my question about how 
would you describe your ideal decorative style? Like no no money constraints. No money constraints. Like you about to just decorate it up. Living now my best life. We're not making structural changes. I'm like decor. 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 Um, I think that I am very much so of like I don't know, I just like really like cozy bohemian type. Isn't that don't you think that that's my vibe? Oh, non-matching furniture. Yeah, looking. I love that. Like that is my favorite vibe. I love when they like when they're when they're mismatched intentionally. Sometimes my sh- stuff is just mismatched because <laughs> the budget. Know, because the budget makes me my the budget makes me bohemian. But <laughs> you no, know, I think that like I really like a cozy like cozy yeah bohemian very colorful type things. What about mm. you? I know what yours is, but tell me anyway. First of all, I would describe it as like clean and crisp. But also, like they're like the colors there, but it's like even more intentional than like mm, just like splashes of color. And very like bright intentional splashes of color. Yeah. Things you're not going to hear me like questioning, "Oh, should I go with like different shades of beige or cream or white?" Like no, 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 it's all white, black, gray, and then boom, there's red. red. Boom, there's teal. Boom, there's yellow. So it's just like, it's very clean and crisp. And the color, like, because the color is so, it just draws your eye. You're like, man, that's a piece. That's the one. Wow, it really draws your eye to it. So, you know, I'm just thinking things like the yellow armchair Mm -hmm. that I have. I'm just like, it's the only yellow thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I also think that you're very like modern like that would be your like it's a very modern look too like very clean line it's like very linear like lines but they're like mm-hmm. sharp clean you know mm-hmm. you're a very glass on metal person mm-hmm. i like the woods <laughs> that's me oh my gosh well emma where can people find the podcast let me not mess this up this time <laughs> you can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the tea with crema. You can also find us on Venmo if you'd like to buy me a hot tea kettle. Just kidding. On at the tea with crema. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else.